It's time for Baldry's Beat. Keith Baldry, Legislative Bureau Chief for Global News. Morning, Keith. Good morning. So let's talk about the never-ending saga of the Surrey police fight here. And are we heading to, finally, some sort of a showdown or decision on this? Lot, what's the latest? Develop- on there's an emergency meeting of Surrey City Council has been called. Two o'clock today, yeah. So uh-huh. there's a, a lot of developments. We talked about a couple of them yesterday. The Surrey Police Union writing to the police chief. Uh, their at letter was leaked to Jazz Johal. Um, saying that um, if they go back to Sur- if they vote to go back to Surrey, RCMP, um, their members will cease to exist, will effective almost immediately, and severance should be paid immediately. He, uh, Lipinski took that to the Surrey Police Board or forwarded that to the Surrey Police Board, saying, "Hmm, we better have a meeting about this." Uh, then yesterday, what surfaced is Mike Farnworth's second letter to Council, uh, which was very strongly worded, and I think is the reason why this meeting is being held this afternoon, because in it. He basically says, your council's refusing to hand over uh, to my ministry an internal corporate report on the policing situation. And he says, we have to be sure that whatever you're voting on, you have to have the knowledge that certain mandatory requirements have to be in place. And without that report, um, we don't know if you're actually being served properly in terms of information. Check with the ministry today. They still haven't received the report. So the staff at Surrey Council have been told, no, you can't give it. You can't give it to the government. Uh, and also in that letter, he points out again, he has a statutory responsibility to ensure they're safe and effective the policing in Surrey. I dug out the Police Act last night on Global, and there's two sections in the Police Act, Section 2, which says he has statutory responsibility to ensure safe and adequate policing in BC. And Section 4 says he has the power to recommend to the Lieutenant Governor and Council, which is the Cabinet, um, measures to ensure that, including reorganizing police forces in municipalities. So, um, I think so. He has the power. He has the ultimate hammer well, here to come in if you he want. He hasn't really talked about that. Let's yeah. say we we put that to him yesterday. He says, "I'm I'm going to I have a statutory responsibility, and I'm going to do my job." Right. So he he has not actually said I'm going to intervene. Um, yeah. But I think many people's read of the Police Act. There's like 20 sections that outline the minister's power. Yeah. It is a very um, a lot of a big chunk of that police act is about ministerial power. Let's remind the listeners here what's on the line here. So you got Surrey Mayor Brenda Locke and her, she has a majority on council, slim one, but she has a majority. She has said they want to go back to the RCMP. The government, led by Mike Farnworth, has brought in this recommendation. No, no, no. We want you to continue to go forward with this transition to the Surrey Police Service, the new municipal police force. Now have a listen to this. So this is Brenda Locke. She wants the RCMP and she says, look, I told Farnworth. This is our decision here. Let's listen. We did have, a, a, I think, a productive conversation, and I let him know that it is the uh, jurisdiction of the city of Surrey to make that decision, to make the decision to uh, whatever police department we, we choose to have. Yeah, so she's, <laughs> she's saying, I'm, I'm explaining to him how this works. This is our call, not yours. Well, it's, again, the Police Act doesn't mention that particular yeah. argument. It mentions the minister's powers. Yeah. So um, we'll see. I mean, Brenda Locke, it's interesting. She's um, really had this strong position for weeks. She was not going to sign a non-disclosure agreement to look at that unredacted report. Bottom line, land, line in the sand. There's no way I'm going to do that. Well, what has she done? She signed the non-disclosure agreement to look at the unredacted report. Okay. So she bent on that. Okay. Um, but we'll see. I mean, it's uh, it's a showdown, no question. Yeah. You know? um, it, it's a showdown. Now, it, it, it was uh, one of the councillors uh, put a news release out when he read the unredacted report, said anyone who reads this report can come to no other conclusion 
other than there's no way we can go back to the RCMP because they just don't have the staffing levels. Right. So that's his take. Let's listen to the spokesperson for the police union at the Surrey Police Service. So this is the new municipal Surrey Police Force and the union that represents those officers. This is Ryan Burig. Let's listen. All police officers officers in Surrey, whether RCMP or SPS, need a clear timeline. Uh, We need a timeline for a decision. The uncertainty has been dragging on for too long, and we need to be able to move forward. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, that just sort of goes without saying that everybody wants a decision on this. Brenda Locke uh, said, I think she was on Jazz's show, uh, recently said there will be a decision before the end of the month. I'm not sure it's going to happen today. I mean, this meeting is called Out of the Blue. We assume it's about the policing situation. I don't think it's an emergency meeting about parking or something. You know, it's got to be... It's All she be, said it was an emergency meeting. She didn't say it's an emergency meeting about the police issue. No. She just said it's um, an emergency... Okay. I mean, it's got well, to be, right? Anything, it's got to be. Uh, yeah, what else What else could it yeah. be? But again, I'm not... I don't know, uh, and I just checked with government uh, officials here. They don't know either exactly what's on the agenda and whether or not there's a vote. Maybe okay. the vote comes later. Maybe it's just to discuss this report that they won't give to the government. Okay, well, maybe today's the day. This is all going to be settled. Let's listen to the Premier here. Here's David Eby on this point here. Let's listen. We need to have an open uh, relationship with the city of Surrey to work through this. And uh, we need to make sure that the residents of Surrey get the policing that they deserve. How do you interpret that? Uh, he's <laughs> letting this, um, uh, again, Farmworth can run with the ball here. Evie just says these nice things. Um, he's not getting too far into the weeds here. But I do find it odd, again, this relationship between the Surrey Council, the majority of the Surrey Council in British Columbia, is uh, to not share this report that is going to councillors, but they will not give to the government. It's, it's again, sort of unprecedented. Right. So, you know, let's talk about the bottom line in this and the money. Okay, there's a lot of money on the line here. So... Everyone, if there's one thing that everyone agrees on here is that the Surrey Police Service, if they go to this municipal force, it's more expensive Mm -hmm. than the RCMP, right? But the province has said, don't worry, we'll help you pay for it. We they put a bunch of money on the table over five years. Is that what they promised? Thirty million a year. Thirty million a year. And it it could be open ended. Who knows whether it continues past the five years? Well, that's the thing. I'm just wondering: is this permanent funding? And then you're going to have or ongoing funding? Yeah. Is it just an ongoing? And then you're going to have other municipalities line up. Say, well, wait a minute. Yeah. You know, already we've seen a couple of municipalities speak out saying, "What sort of there should be a me too clause here that if they whatever Surrey gets, we get." That hasn't happened. I'm not sure that will happen, but it's it's interesting if this is open-ended, whether it's in, and the government hasn't been very clear about that. The other thing, if they go SPS, they avoid the severance payment, which right. is estimated at $72 million. And the union president's letter to Lipinski, again, says if they go back, our members will promptly cease to exist in terms of uh, policing requirements, and we expect severance payments. And I would think that interpret that to mean very quickly. Yeah, so the severance payments would be uh, payable pretty much immediately. I mean, if these you guys think? are if they're out of work, okay, I want my severance and now. Payable so by Surrey. 72, $72 million that the city of Surrey would have to pay. Where would they get that money? They got that in reserve. Uh, Brenda Locke has talked about huge tax increases in the yeah. past. They haven't passed those yet, but uh, we'll see. Again, it's a very ongoing, fascinating saga. Out in Surrey. It's like a high-stakes kind of poker game here. We don't know what cards everyone's holding here, but what is your gut instinct on it? I mean, this this emergency meeting of Surrey City Council that's been called for this afternoon now, that sounds like it's a it's a breaking point or, or a key a key moment here. What does what your gut say on Is this I, coming to a climax here now? Uh, you know, I think it's still a meeting. 
called to discuss this report, this this new report, this corporate report that the Surrey staff have prepared. Um, will there be a vote? Perhaps. I still think the vote's later in the month, but we'll see. Okay. No one knows. It's very mysterious. Talking about the Surrey Police Service with Keith Baldry. Let's go to your calls. We got lots of them here. Mike in Surrey. Hi, Mike. Go ahead. Hey, I'm Team uh, Surrey Police Service, and I think that uh, I've got to wait for Brenda Locke to, uh, to save a little bit of face here, which is she doesn't allow her counselor, who has a uh, conflict of interest, to vote. It ends up as a tie. She can cry foul and then uh, let Farnsworth make the decision, and she's off the hook and continue to. Uh, to uh, to mm. complain about the provincial government, that may be the way she does it. But the poor RCMP, they're in over their heads. They're a tired group. They've just got so much to do in the rest of the province. That I'm uh, and I continue to say that they are just not equipped to look after the city of Surrey. Let the mm. Surrey Police Service and those guys who are pretty gun ho uh, go at it and, and become the new uh, police of choice. And uh, let the RCMP work on the rest of the province. There's lots to do uh, everywhere else. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, yeah, so Mike, yeah, the Surrey Police Union sent a news release out yesterday saying they've lodged a formal complaint um, with the Ethics Commissioner of Surrey, a request that uh, the Commissioner uh, disqualify Councillor Rob Studd from participating in the vote because his son and daughter both work for the Surrey RCMP. Haven't heard anything from the Commissioner or the Union since then, um, so that, that's been sitting there. Uh, you talk about face-saving for Brennan Locke. Uh, talk to a senior officials in the government who thought this was an avenue of face-saving. Here's some money. Yeah, here's know, take the money. Take the money. Yeah. Now, I've also heard that um, from seasoned pros, like a classic response would have been, okay, that's a nice opening offer. <laughs> Squeeze the government for even more money. Yeah. And maybe that's what comes out of this. I mean, the government's also uh, – the street does have some leverage here. They can extract a little more out of the government. Sure. If that's the way to solve this thing, why not oh. squeeze a bit? Yeah, let's, let's talk turkey here. Yeah. Okay, Mike Farnworth, let's sit down and talk turkey, talk money here. Liz in Delta. Hi, Liz, go ahead. Hi. Um, I actually left Surrey at the start of all of this just because I knew this police force was going to cost a lot of money and my taxes would be going up. I moved to Delta. So now I'm in Delta paying for the Delta police force, and the NDP government wants to give my provincial taxes to the city of Surrey. This is ridiculous. So you actually moved out of Surrey over this issue? Yeah, I did. Wow. Mm. Okay. How much did your taxes go up in Delta this year? (laughs) So uh, my taxes didn't go up all that much in Delta this year. Okay. I mean, I, I've only lived in Delta a short time, but I do pay for their police force. I shouldn't have to pay for Surrey's police force. Yeah, either. right, right. I mean, this is something we've heard yeah. before. Oh, right? yeah, we've heard that from mayors. You know, we've heard yeah. that from other councillors that uh, this is not this, this is sort of a specialized funding that no mis- other municipalities get. And that argument is, I don't think, going to go away. And how much did the how much did taxes increase in Surrey this year? Was it twelve? Was it twelve percent? It was twelve percent. Twelve percent. And and Brenda Locke has has warned it. They could go up a lot higher. Yeah, so she's, she's floated a number that's even larger than that. Yeah, Chuck in Surrey. Hiya, Chuck. Go ahead. Hey, Mike Keith. Uh, great to talk to you guys. Uh, born and raised in Surrey, uh, beautiful Surrey, uh, British Columbia. Forty nine years ago, and. Uh, you know, I, I totally believe that, you know, the under the, the RCMP is so understaffed right across Canada. I believe the last numbers I looked at, it was 20%, if not better. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it, I, I believe it's, it's changing of the guard and, um, and it's, uh, it, it's time for changing of the guard. And, uh, mm-hmm. the, um, the, uh, the Surrey, uh, the Surrey police service, you know, they're, they're, they're well put together. 
uh, I believe that, uh, you know, the officers are going to come from other, you know, provinces, communities, and, uh, you know, be part of this uh, new service. And uh, that that's the, these officers don't go anywhere either. RCMP, they're always changing. One, yeah. one mm. you know, one year they're in one province, another year they're in the next, you know. Yeah. And, uh Thank you, so, Chuck. So thank, thank you, Chuck, for the call. Yeah, that's one of the arguments we've heard from other listeners before about that, those changes. Um, it is uh, it, again. It's a, it's a fascinating topic. A lot of um, a lot of views that the RCMP is it a, is it a spent force. I mean, the RCMP's own internal report says it does have a recruitment and retention problem. Yeah, right across Canada. Yeah, um, and that applies to Surrey and BC as well. And that's one of the things in this unredacted report. A big chunk of that, my understanding. The stuff that has not been made public is granular detail on staffing levels of the RCMP and SPS within Surrey that they don't want to share with the bad guys. You don't want criminals to know how many cops are in a certain area at a certain time of day. Um, but that's what I'm told is some of the some of the information that's that is available to the counselors yeah. uh, if they sign the non disclosure agreement and to Brenda Locke, who has now signed the agreement. Although she says even after she read it, she she hasn't changed her mind. She still wants to keep the RCMP, That's even last, after reading the whole thing. Last public okay. statement. We'll see 2 o'clock today, though. Yeah. John in Surrey. Hi, John. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Um, just to be up front, I am a retired RCMP guy. Um, right. Spent almost 30 years with the force. And, you know, I was very skeptical about bringing the STS. And after I figured out who wrote the report, you know, you got guys like Wayne Rideout at Police Services of Victoria, who, as you guys both know, is a clear RCMP guy, probably... Um, Bleeds more red than anybody else. You know, he's the one that created IHIT and all these other specialized regional units. He knows what he's talking about. So, you know, if I don't, these guys who are clear Mounties say it's time, it's time to look at a change, we may want to take a serious look at this. Guy. Okay, and you're and you're a former you're a former RCMP yourself, and and so you're saying you've now been won over to the Surrey Police Service then. Yeah, you know, yeah. I retired as a superintendent. I worked in Surrey oh. as well as a superintendent. And wow. um, I, yeah, that's I gotta a, say, guys, uh, something we got to look at is uh, something you guys got to maybe try to get Wayne or those guys on, on the air and, and talk to them. I'm not sure they would, but thank you, John, for the yeah, call. So Wayne, right out, is the director of police service. I think he's now retired, but yeah, he was one of the force here, veteran RCMP, and is he says he does bleed bleed uh, uh, red here, Mountie Red. Yeah. Uh, look at Surrey MLA Gary Big, NDP Whip, yeah, ex RCMP. He's in favor of, of switching to SPS. Okay. So, again, you've got a number of ex-RCMP folks who are saying it's time to move on. Interesting. Squeeze in one more. Rob in Chilliwack. Rob, 30 seconds here. Go ahead. Yeah, okay, I'll be quick. So, you know, to, to me, Mr. Farnworth, he's like the bully on the block, okay? And, yeah, I am for the RCMP, and I'll tell you why. Uh, Doug McKellum led the citizens of Surrey down this Rose Garden path. It's going to cost 5% more. Now they Now they're stepping in. And they're going to give them $150 million. But, oh, if you go with the RCMP, it's off the table. So, Mr. Farnworth, go with the RCMP. It's going to cost you less. Pay the $70 million in severance and continue on with the RCMP. Mm. But, oh, no, okay. he won't do that. He won't do that. Thank you, Rob. Thanks, Again, you go back to the Police Act. The money is not part of the responsibility here. He has a statutory responsibility to ensure effective and adequate policing. And if the RCMP can't do it, he's not going to go that way. We'll see what happens this half. Thank you, Keith. All right.